is up everybody my cool ninja is back at it again you know how i like to do it press record and speak what is on my mind how y'all doing today people i hope you're blessed i hope you've been a blessing to someone in need now check this out if you're back it's because you love it i mean you love it and I love you too. But check this out. We got to stay informed. Some of y'all know. Some of y'all don't know. I've been known for the longest. But now I need you to know. Worldwide interest in UFOs just won't go away. Despite discouragement from governments and science and religion, people all over the planet suspect that something is going on and that world governments are hiding something. Will we ever find out the full UFO story? George Knapp joins us now with the conclusion of our series, UFOs, the Best Evidence. George? Mary Ruth and Gary, a few days ago in the comic strip, Calvin and Hobbes, Calvin, the little boy in the strip, is contemplating the destruction of the environment. He says to Hobbes, the surest sign that intelligence life exists elsewhere is that none of it has tried to contact us. Calvin may be on to something. As we learned this week, there is considerable body of information suggesting that the Earth has been visited, but we still don't have the smoking gun. We don't have absolute proof that would be needed to answer our questions one way or the other. Tonight, we look at some possible reasons why solid answers are so hard to come by, and a word of warning, some of the descriptions in this story are graphic. This is not a question of a legitimate national security. This is a question of a few civilian and military thugs usurping the constitutional authority of the Senate and the Congress and the citizens of these United States of America to cover up an illegal transaction made with an alien nation in which American lives were traded for highly advanced technology. If you're looking for the ultimate conspiracy, UFOs are for you. The story has it all. Aliens from outer space in secret alliance with a government cabal controlled by the Trilateral Commission, selling drugs to finance flying saucer research in a plan to take over the world and put us all in slave labor camps. UFO buff Bill Cooper, for one, says it's all true and that he read it in secret briefings while serving as a naval intelligence officer. No such conspiracy theory would be complete without tying in the John Kennedy assassination. Some UFO people point to this enhanced film of JFK's murder as proof that the gunman was actually the limo driver, a government agent. If you watch it enough times, it almost appears the driver reaches around with his left arm and points a shiny object at Kennedy just as the bullet strikes the president. But what does any of this have to do with UFOs? President Kennedy had uh, taken offense to the sale of drugs to the American people to finance the black projects and that he thought the American people should know uh, what was happening and that aliens were here and be able to decide their own fate. And for that reason, uh, he had to be killed. Former military officer Bill English says he read the same secret UFO reports as Cooper. He believes space aliens are here to eat us and says he saw evidence of that while serving in Vietnam when he was sent into the jungle to recover a B-52 that had disappeared after encountering a UFO. English says the plane was found intact, but the crew had been 
mutilated. Uh, sexual organs have been removed, anuses have been removed, cord to the colon, blood had been drained from the bodies completely. As far as we were able to tell at that time, there was no blood whatsoever in the aircraft. Most people associated with UFO research don't buy this dark side of the alien hypothesis, although they do believe there's an ongoing conspiracy of silence involving all of the world's major governments. With so much conjecture and so little hard information, it's extremely difficult to sift through the fabrications and fairy tales. But it's clear the subject has caught the attention of some of the greatest minds of this century. Winston Churchill demanded to know the meaning of flying saucers and commissioned a secret British study back in the 1950s. President Harry Truman, suspected by some of creating a panel known as Majestic 12 to study UFOs, stated if they are real, they're not from Earth. Other prominent names have dropped more tantalizing hints. Dr. Herman Oberth, the father of modern rocketry, made his beliefs clear that flying saucers were from beyond our solar system. Dr. Werner von Braun, in explaining why an American rocket test had mysteriously gone awry, made this statement suggesting that humans were already in contact with a power from beyond. He declined to elaborate. General Douglas MacArthur was more specific, boldly predicting that the Earth would one day have to unite to defend itself against aliens. General George Marshall confided to a close friend that UFOs are real and that by hovering over our military bases, they've proven they could blow us to bits if they wanted to. Future President Gerald Ford said in the mid-1960s the American people should be enlightened on the subject of UFOs. So why hasn't this happened? If you accept the gloomy vision of Bill Cooper and Bill English and others, then the government might have good reasons for keeping the truth from the public. In fact, classified studies done for NASA and the CIA have concluded that widespread panic would be a real possibility if contact with aliens was made official. But those studies were made decades ago. And our views of ETs have certainly changed. I think the public can handle it. I think we've been brainwashed pretty thoroughly. If you watch television in the morning, it's all spaced out stuff. You know, Gumpy was abducted and, you know, this kind of thing. Even Friedman admits that alien visitations would cause widespread upheavals, changing the way we look at everything. Would the oil industry suddenly become worthless if we were introduced to new sources of energy or new technology? Would people think of themselves as earthlings instead of as Americans or Russians or Chinese? A sudden, abrupt announcement would certainly have profound effects, which is why many people suspect we are being told, but in bits and pieces, conditioned over generations to accept the alien presence. I've often wondered, what if all of us in the world discovered that we were threatened by an outer a power from outer space, from another planet? Wouldn't we all of a sudden find that we didn't have any differences between us at all? Ronald Reagan made allusions to alien forces not once, but five different times, including a speech before the United Nations. And why did he say that five times? Once it's a nice figure of speech, but he said it in the United Nations. He said it to Gorbachev in Geneva. Gorbachev responded, saying he didn't disagree with him. He said it at a high school in Maryland. Why bring that up unless there was some reason for bringing it up? Friedman says Reagan also dropped hints in private about UFOs. One such incident occurred following a special White House screening of the movie E.T., the story was related to others by producer Steven Spielberg. When the showing was over, Reagan got up, put his hand on Steve's shoulders, and you know, fewer than six people in this room know the whole story. Now, I have a close colleague that got that direct from Steve. What I'm saying is, our society has been brainwashed. The possibility that the government is using the mass media to influence our attitudes about 
about UFOs is an intriguing one and not without at least circumstantial support. Consider the general tone of 1950s sci-fi movies. Grotesque evil aliens were on Earth to conquer and destroy. It's a far cry from the gentle space creatures we know from today's films. It's interesting to note that Steven Spielberg's Close Encounters of the Third Kind had as its scientific advisor this bit actor with the goatee, otherwise known as Dr. J. Allen Hynek, who was chief scientist in the Air Force's Project Blue Book. On television, we've got ALF and Alien Nation, different approaches to the theme of humans adjusting to an alien presence. Some UFO researchers are convinced that major corporations are participating in the indoctrination process. Uh, even in the print media, you, you see uh, this sort of thing constantly. Uh, this is an, a corporate advertisement by Amico Oil that runs in Phil Klass's uh, favorite magazine, uh, Aviation Week in Space Technology. And you're, there's no direct reference in the dialogue to this high-technology advertisement other than the picture itself. And I think what they're trying to tell us is that the picture speaks for itself. Would private interests participate in the conspiracy? In 1969, several requests were put to the RAND Corporation for copies of a UFO study it had reportedly done for the government. RAND denied any knowledge of such a study, but here it is, written just a few months before the requests for copies were made, and concluding that the UFO field deserved much more study than it was getting at the time. Senator Barry Goldwater also alluded to a gradual release of UFO information Goldwater had tried to gain access to UFO files and was turned down, but he confided in a letter he'd been told a plan was underway to release the UFO story to the public. As a presidential candidate, Jimmy Carter vowed to completely open the government's UFO files because Carter said he had seen one himself. In 1977, there were hints in national magazines that disturbing revelations were about to be made by the president. They never were. And Carter didn't open the files. We wrote to ask him why, and we're told Carter is too busy for any interviews. Perhaps the secrecy isn't the government's idea. Perhaps it originates elsewhere. It's quite obvious that the secrecy doesn't even originate with the government. Uh, why don't the visitors land on the White House lawn and make themselves public? Why didn't they do that this morning? The reason is they themselves are the architects of the secrecy. Strieber, who claims to have been abducted by aliens several times, says that humans should not presume to understand the motives of the visitors. Perhaps they are adhering to Star Trek's prime directive, non-interference with developing species. If the aliens have been observing Earth for any length of time, they've witnessed untold examples of war, barbarism, and environmental destruction. UFOs have been chased and shot at, and would probably be suspicious of any culture that produces dissect and alien games for its children. Maybe they're not ready for us. Are we ready for them? So people are used to the idea that there's probably other life out there. And for it to contact us, I don't think would be a major disruption. See, you fear the unknown. If you know all about UFOs, uh, the fact they're here, uh, there's going to be no panic. That's an excuse they've used since the Orson Welles uh, radio, Mercury radio program in 1938. The people did panic. Uh, we are far more sophisticated than that. I really would like to know. I really would. And I really would like everybody to know. I think it's extremely important that everybody have the truth. I think people need to realize that, yes, there has been an alien visitation. They're here, and I don't think uh, that will upset people. It might upset them that the government has hidden it, but I don't think they'll fear that aliens have actually been here as much as they fear what possible tidings the aliens may bring. It's true. What I have seen is true.
I don't know about the big story, where they came from, what they're like, and and uh, but certainly these crafts came from another, not not just another planet, another solar system entirely, extremely far away, and they're here. What we've learned this week is that the government has lied to us about UFOs, has withheld information, has spied on UFO organizations, and has discredited UFO witnesses. Now, none of this proves that UFOs are real, but it does indicate a disturbing level of interest, government interest, in the subject. If the government won't tell us what it knows, what about science? Well, science is supposed to stand for the investigation of the unexplained, not the explanation of the uninvestigated. And so far, science has avoided the subject like a plague. It's like what Roy, Roy Neary, the main character in the film Close Encounters, had to say, all we want to know is what's going on. Maybe this answers my own question, all that black in that one document you showed. What about the Freedom of Information Act? Well, it has been useful. We used it. It's been useful in the past for getting some information out of the government, but it's almost like the only stuff that comes out is what the government wants to release. We filed FOI requests with the Navy, the Air Force, FBI, CIA, and NASA, and got really very little information. And some of the information we requested and we're told didn't exist, had already been released to other people who had asked for it. So uh, obviously they're not releasing everything. There are some people who have been fighting the National Security Agency and the CIA uh, to force them to release the documents that we saw in that piece that were blacked out, and the government has withheld it on the grounds of national security. Well, Judge, a lot of times people call for a congressional hearing. Would that do the trick? Well, I think uh, Congress has held hearings on the subject twice before, once in 1966 and once in 1968. In 66, only the Air Force was allowed to testify. In 68, uh, the witnesses were allowed to talk about UFOs, but they couldn't blast the Air Force to talk about Project Blue Book. Now, if they were going to have another congressional hearing, they'd have to make sure, for purposes of public satisfaction, that uh, it was completely unrelated to government people. People without ties to the CIA, uh, people like that could not be involved with the investigation. We should also point out, though, uh, if you want to get get the real story on this, there are people probably watching this program right now who know a lot about this subject living right here in Nevada. And our, our number is in the phone book. We should point out some of these people have already called us and that this investigation will continue and that uh, we're planning a two-hour special, uh, including all the stories we've done so far later on in this month. Okay. It has been fascinating. Now, some of y'all may believe me and some of y'all won't. That's okay. I don't care. But I know I have seen lights and objects in the sky. I've seen one actually ascend away from behind the moon. Again, you don't have to believe me. You can believe whoever or whatever you want to believe. And that's probably why they don't show themselves to you. Because you don't believe. Because when I seen it, I ain't gonna lie. I got chills of excitement. It wasn't fear. It wasn't anger. It wasn't hate. It wasn't despair. It was almost a joyous sight. Some of y'all agree, some of y'all won't. Some of y'all have seen it for your own selves. But with technology nowadays, people are getting more clearer, more visual, more lights, more phenomenons. 
more pockets of gas. <laughs> Weather balloons. Okay. Come on, people. Are you going to keep your head in the sand forever? Oh, <laughs> oh,